just when I thought Slate last night couldn't get any worse. Right back to more excruciating pain. One Slate. One Slate. Keldon Johnson injured. We are not anywhere close to done, too. You think, oh, DK, no Keldon injury. He'll tilt for 20 seconds about that. We'll get on to the next video. No. Move on to the late slate. Low own Anthony Edwards. How about another injury? Sure. Pile them on. Why not? Just look at this. Look at this. On pace for the big money. Basically nailed everything. Reggie Jackson, one of 77 shooting, just like James Harden, which we'll get to. But everything else nailed in this lineup. Norman Powell smashing. Low on Chad Yasmin smashing. Jokic smashing. John Wall at low on smashing. Gobert smashing. Marcus Morris solid game. This was the late slate. And then Anthony Edwards injury. Come on, man. Come on. Come on. Ice Picks plays on Patreon, four for five. Rui Hashimura, zero rebounds, bro. Zero. Zero rebounds. Okay. Okay. James Harden. James Harden. It had a really nice start to the game. 0 for 10 start for James Harden. I think Harden and Reggie Jackson combined three of 40 tonight. Just, there's more stuff too. There's more stuff, but I'm just, everything hurts right now. It just, oh. Mm. Not okay, guys. Not okay. Let me just check uh, to see if Chris Paul has played more than the 10 minutes he's gotten so far in the first half because I also took his over assist and I see he has like no assists. So that's fun. Yeah, 12 minutes for Chris Paul. Sure. Why not? Take his over assist prop. Yeah, 12 minutes for Chris Paul in the first half. 12. Hmm. Okie dokie. Okie dokie. All right, well, let's talk about this four game slate. So, uh, if you guys are new, my name is DK. And again, I cover content for DraftKings and Prize Picks. Prize Picks, they are the sponsor. Again, if you're not familiar, you can use the code uh, DKDFS for a 100% match up to $100. Uh, player prop site where you build to uh, up to six player props and up to 25 extra money. So give it a try if you're our first-time user and premium content is linked in the description. All right, so let's talk about this four-gamer. And I just want this slate to not end in massive pain. Is it really too much to ask? Like injury main slate, injury uh, on the late slate. Come on. You can't do that to me. Harden and Reggie Jackson, I could shoot better than them right now. I haven't shot a basketball in like two years. 
I could come out and shoot better than what Harden and Reggie Jackson did tonight. All right, Utah-Chicago first game here. So on the Utah side, Markin priced at 9.3K. More of a tournament-only play. I know he had a massive game last game that was clearly an outlier performance. I do like the matchup for him, plus it is a revenge game. But the price point is just like, it's hard for me to prioritize paying 10, almost 10K for Laurie Markin. And so he's not like he's out of play, but more of a tournament-only play. Clarkson just feels priced about right, as he's been priced right basically for the last couple weeks now. 7.4K, should see low to mid-30s minutes. It's just fine. Mike Conley, I still like. I mean, he feels a little bit underpriced for, you know, the 30 to 32 minutes he's been playing. So I think he's a pretty safe play in the mid-range. Going to have the ball in his hands a lot. Been averaging like eight, nine assists a game. The front court plus Beasley, more tournament plays. Minutes have kind of been fluctuating. Of course, I played Kelly Olenek last late. Massive foul trouble, no surprise there. So Vanderbilt got a minutes bump, but um, probably wouldn't have played as many minutes if Olenek didn't get in foul trouble. Blake Beasley played 31 minutes two games ago, then only 20 uh, against Houston, so that was a bit concerning. Walker Kessler, I mean, he's in the rotation, but not playing a ton, but he'll be productive when he's on the court. So basically, this group of like Olenek and Vanderbilt and Beasley and Kessler are all playable. I think Olenek probably be the safest. I think Beasley has the highest ceiling if he gets more minutes and can knock down his shots, but he's pretty score independent. Rudy Gay's for some reason in the rotation. I'm not really sure why, but he's playing minutes. And then I did want to mention, not sure if this happens again, but THT played over Nikhil Alexander-Walker last game, played 16 minutes. So if you wanted to take a shot on him, you can, but I have no confidence if he gets minutes again. Moving on to Chicago. So Chicago ran a very tight rotation last game. Played their starters huge minutes. It's a back-to-back, so maybe they scale back a little bit, but DeRozan, Vooch, Levine, um, I have interest in all, all three here. Uh, I think, you know, Vucevic and Levine are probably a little bit easier to get to. Vooch had a massive game tonight, almost a 20-20. I think Levine had a solid game too. So like both Levine and Vooch, great matchup. They both feel a bit too cheap. And then like the Valley here, especially if Cruz was out, I would assume we should see over 30 minutes. You know, he had a subpar game tonight, but previous to that, went for 32, 21, and 34 fantasy points. And Patrick Williams played a ton of minutes. I mean, he feels a bit too cheap if he's going to continue to play over 30 minutes. So like those two for value. And if Caruso's still out, we can consider Kobe White, who played over 20 minutes now, back-to-back games. He's only 3.3K. And he saw a little bit of rotation minutes for Goran Dragic. Drummond saw a couple minutes too. Not sure if he for sure is going to be in the rotation, but if you want to take a shot in him in large field tournaments, he's a good point per minute guy. You can. New Orleans and Dallas. So I assume Zion and Ingram are still going to be out here. Larry Nance did return. TJ McCollum's at 8-5. It's not necessarily the best matchup, but obviously he gets the usage bump of those two guys off the court. Will be the go-to guy. I think he's playable in both formats. JV with Nance back. You know, minutes become a little bit less secure. So he's more of a tournament only play for me. The Wings, Marshall, Murphy, and Herb Jones. I mean, the people that have just been eating chalk, Najee Marshall, have been rewarded. And while I think he's a solid play, like I don't think he's that much better of a play than Trey Murphy and Herb Jones, but he has much outperformed them over the last couple of games. I'll expect the ownership will continue to go heavy in favor of Najee Marshall. I'll continue to fade and rather go to the other Wings if that is the case. Herb Jones got in massive foul trouble, and Trey Murphy once again had another bad game. But uh, yeah, I just don't think Najee Marshall is that much better than those two. So in a tournament setting, I would probably be willing to go elsewhere. Larry Nance, I mean, if he plays, it's a back-to-back, so maybe he misses. But assuming he plays, he'll play the back of five, probably around 20 minutes. Alvarado, 3-9, has been getting good run off the bench over the last couple of games. He had a really good game tonight. I think he played over 30 minutes tonight. Stats aren't updated, but he's definitely a decent value play. All right, moving on to Dallas. Of course, the one time I buy into Luka Doncic, right? Just look at these last five games. 110, no Luka Doncic. 81, no Luka for me. 85, no Luka for me. 68, no Luka for me. I finally buy into Luka. 
36. I do want to mention, too, because a couple people uh, tweeted me. <laughs> I got a good laugh about it. People that played Giannis today, Giannis had 12 fantasy points. I mean, that was just one of the most absurd games I've ever seen, that Hornets game. They had, like, 60 points in the first quarter. I feel for you if you played Giannis. That, I mean, I don't want you guys to, you know, to lose money, but it is, it, it's kind of funny to, to see that. So, um, yeah. Unreal if he, if he did play Giannis. But, yeah, back to Luca. So, if I fade, he'll go for 100 fancy points. If I uh, play, he'll be coughing, and he'll not play the fourth quarter, and he'll be awful. So, um, that's basically my breakdown there, Luka Doncic. The secondary plays here for Dallas. I mean, Wood's fine for GPPs. Minutes not amazing on him, but decent point-per-minute guy. Dinwiddie, Hardaway, they're going to play a ton of minutes. They're probably not going to be super, super productive. But Dallas is running extremely tight rotation, so they're definitely playable in the mid-range. Uh, this play will make you absolutely sick, but he's probably going to play a lot. Reggie Pollock played 37 minutes with the blowout last game. Still only one for 14 fancy points. I'm telling you, it's not a fun experience. Not fun. It's not fun at all. But he's going to play a lot. He's going to play a lot of minutes. And then Dwight Powell will back up Christian Wood. Playable in a large field tournament, I guess. All right, moving on to Orlando and Golden State. So Orlando, you have Mo Wagner back. Jalen Suggs was back only played five minutes. Um... I think Bancaro is a viable tournament play. He's had a couple of good games of late. I like the matchup for him, too. But there's a little bit of blood risk playing on the road against Golden State. Franz Wagner kind of just there at almost 7K. Don't love him. Don't hate him. Ricardo Jr. with Mo Wagner back might lose a couple minutes. I think, you know, Mo Bamba might get kicked out of the rotation. We'll see. But I still have interesting Carter Jr. at 6'5". Going to play around 30 minutes. Kind of just like, yeah, last piece in, sure. The guards, I would assume Suggs plays a little bit more this game, so maybe a couple of minutes get taken away from Fultz and Cole Anthony. They're still fine tournament plays, but they are a bit riskier. Fultz at 6-2, Cole Anthony at 5.1K. Wouldn't trust either of those guys in a cash game. Movagner himself feels a little bit too pricey. We'll see what they do with the starting lineup, though. And then, yeah, Mobamba then could get kicked out of the rotation. Gary Harris, I mean, if he starts again, sure, you probably get around 25 minutes from him, but yeah, not going to love it. And then Terrence Ross uh, had a really big game two games ago, only put 18 minutes last game. His minutes, you know, probably ticked down a little bit here as well. So don't really think I can get to anyone else on Orlando. We got to Golden State. Um, no Steph Curry, but Andrew Wiggins is back. So I'd assume DiVincenzo moves back to the bench. He becomes unplayable. Wiggins himself, I would assume, is on a limit, and I can't play him. And, you know, slight downgrade to the other starters. But still like Poole, still like Thompson. I think these guys should play mid to high 30s minutes. Um, both at reasonable price points. Both have a ceiling and a good matchup. So, like them both. I think Draymond is still pretty safe at 6'4". We should get around 35 minutes from him. He's the guy that can stuff the stat sheet. Looney 5'5". Feels a little bit pricey. But I'm expecting, you know, 25 to 30 minutes. And I think he is still playable. Anthony Lamb becomes a bit riskier with Wiggins back, but he's been playing well off the bench. He's only 4.3K and does have small forward power forward eligibility. And then Ty Drone, like I played him a low ownership last slate, worked out. I mean, he's been playing pretty well off the bench for them. So I think he is, you know, viable as a salary relief option. Probably wouldn't get to Moody or I think is Iguodala going to play? He will play. I mean, I can't see him playing more than like 10, 15 minutes. So probably can't play Iguodala too. That's just one more body in the rotation as well. And finally, Lakers and Kings. So this is definitely going to be the most appealing game on the slate. Lakers game going on right now. So, like, I don't know exactly how the rotation is going to go. But, um, yeah, this game looks amazing. Uh, LeBron, assuming he plays at 10-7, stands out as a great spend-up. Should play 35 to 40 minutes. Great matchup 
Westbrook, I think it's a fine tournament play. I want to see how many minutes he plays tonight, but I would assume he's you know kind of in that 25 to 30 minute range. Thomas Bryant should see low 30s minutes. I think he's a good play in both formats. Dennis Schroeder should play a ton. I want to see how many minutes he finishes with tonight, but I would expect probably around 35 minutes from him. Pat Beverly should also play a ton. The Lakers are just shorthanded, um, so I think he's a pretty good value. And then um, they started GTA at 3-2. He's not the best point-per-minute guy, so don't love that. I want to see Sterling Brown was in the rotation. I want to see how many minutes he played. I want to see how many minutes Kendrick Nunn plays. Um, and then Wendy Gabriel should play just the backup five. But curious on the minutes for, for Sterling Brown, none. I think Max Christie was also in the rotation. So I want to see how many minutes those guys play tonight. So I don't really have a great feel. But if you get like, you know, 20 plus minutes from Brown and none uh, tonight, then I think they're, they're certainly viable uh, tomorrow. Finally, the Sacramento Kings. Pretty easy team to talk about. You got Malik Monk um, questionable. He didn't participate in practice due to soreness in the calf. We'll see. Um, if he misses, you know, probably opens up minutes for a couple of guys. But Sabonis, I think, makes for a great play in uh, both formats here. Should play 35 to 40 minutes. Phenomenal matchup. I do like Sabonis quite a bit. I think De'Aaron Fox is fine. Like, it seems to be Fox just, you know, does nothing really in the first three quarters and completely takes over in the fourth. Well, Sabonis does everything in the first three quarters then kind of lets Fox do his thing in the fourth. It's it's like, I don't know, it's weird. That's how it's been, like, the last three or four games. But... I do prefer uh, Sabonis to Fox. Still think Fox is playable, though. Like, he's still going to play mid-30s minutes. Lakers play no defense, so both main kings look good. I think the wings are all playable. Kevin Herter should see, you know, low-30s minutes. Got shooting guard, small forward eligibility. Harrison Barnes probably plays, you know, low to mid-30s minutes. And then uh, Keegan Murray is 4-1. is cheap. His minutes have fluctuated a bit, but um, I think all, all the wings are pretty decent plays. Malik Monk, if he does play, I like his upside in tournaments. You know, if he plays well, they'll extend him a bit. If he struggles, they can limit his minutes. So always a, you know, low floor, high ceiling type guy. If Monk's out, I think, you know, maybe just a couple more minutes for these wings. And then maybe Davion Mitchell picks up a couple more minutes at 3.1K. I guess could be playable as salary relief. Trey Lyles also been in the rotation, you know, but his minutes have ticked down over the last couple of games. Uh, Rashawn Holmes been getting some backup five run, but not really enough for me to consider him. So... That's it. I mean, Terrence Davis, he's, he's been on the rotation too, so probably couldn't get to him unless maybe Malik Monk is out. So, guys, that's going to wrap it up the video. Like I said, this, I just want the, this. I just want tomorrow's slate to not end in excruciating pain. That's Is that too much to ask for? I guess so, because it ended in massive pain again tonight, but uh, really do appreciate you guys watching for always. If you do enjoy, just make sure to like, subscribe, hit the notification bell. Keep an eye on other content all about there. YouTube shorts, making some videos there, uh, prize pick videos as well. So thanks again, guys, and I'll see you in the next video.